0: So, this is Architectural Backscene Podcast, Episode 2. And now we are here with uh, two students of architecture. Actually, all I wanted to do was to start with students of architecture and not go with architects outside the university because everything is start at the university at the first. So, let's just go to our guests here, which they are also like me, a student of architecture. So can you guys just uh introduce yourself?
1: Yes, sure. My name is Ron. Uh, I'm from Kosovo. I study here at Lyon University. I'm on my second year. Uh so yeah. Now my current course is spatial experiments 1. And it's my friend Jose. You can proceed. Yeah,
2: my name is Jose. Jose. <laughs> yes, that's true. Uh, I uh yeah, I'm Portuguese, but I grew up in London, mm-hmm. uh, and I studied at the University of Portsmouth, and now I'm here with in, in England with Ron doing some experiments of spatial stuff. Yes, that's true. Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. very good, very good. So, as you know, that we are just uh, recording this podcast for the Architectural <coughs> Vaccine podcast, so the subject is obvious for us, but the fact is that for everyone, I think it is different that uh, in which path you choose to reach that final project Mm -hmm. because everyone only see the final project, the final outcome and no one knows what is happening behind the stage. So that is uh, what we are here to uh, talk about. Mm -hmm. So we can start with you Ron. What do you do do when you want to start a project, Uh, what do you do and what's going to happen after that? You you can talk. Yeah,
1: sure. Uh... I think it depends if it's a group project or if it's an individual project. Yeah. Uh, I think personally I've I've had experience where I took a different path when I worked by my own and I took a different path when I worked with, uh, with uh, in a team because you have to consider other people's opinion of course and you have to work with them and uh, go through a lot and then have the end result so it's different it depends on the project of course but I think that it's we have one thing in common, which is uh, having a lot of doing a lot of analysis, trying to understand what we want, what we want to get from it, and uh, yeah. But it re- really depends what is the project about, and if it's individual or if it's uh, a teamwork. Since for yeah. students, I mean, for architecture students, I think that is something crucial. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Which one do you prefer? Alone? I uh,
1: I think I prefer, uh, I used to prefer individual work, mm-hmm. but I am now more open to group works yeah. because I think it's nice to talk about architecture and to yeah. talk about yeah. the process and to have different opinions. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. three brains is better than one yeah. uh, and four brains is better than three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. I think that uh, being able to adapt to group work in a nice way is very good and it's very beneficial. So,
2: yeah. What about you? Yeah, I think it's, uh, I think, uh, yeah, the same, I think I used to prefer alone, but then that's because I never really did group work, so mm. the, I think it's more the idea of working in a group is scarier than actually doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, uh, so, why is that? Why it is it scarier working group? Because you don't really know how it's going to go in my go. it doesn't always go according to plan and uh, but then if it does then it goes better than if you are alone and you just you don't know what's going to happen <coughs> with the with I mean as architects I guess we usually want to have a lot of control yeah oh yeah and <coughs> and, and, and
0: you like that you like to have control uh, what you're doing I, I think everything I, is under your control
2: I think Um, I l- I think I like the idea of having control more than I, no I think we all like. I mean in life in general yeah we all want to yeah. have control over wow. Um, what's happening but when it goes
0: to social activities and social stuff and behavior I think it's more like a group work and it is not uh, something about the university and project and stuff it is about everything so I don't know it might be I mean uh, I mean it might coming from your personality you might like to be more uh, individual in your work and yeah, doing different yeah. stuff individually, so that might affect your yeah. also career and architecture yeah. uh, experiences. Yeah. So is it just like this for you? Yeah, I mean
2: I, I prefer I I mean prefer because of my personality to work alone but also uh but also I think that's socially as well, I prefer but then I know it's not healthy for me. Oh yeah. To so you know that it's better oh, to yeah. yeah. Go then to it's good. hard to it's like I mean you know. Going for a run every day is good for you, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely an effort to work in a group. It's way mm. more uh, w- such a like bigger effort than working by yourself. Yeah. Because by yourself, you you have your own thoughts. Of course, you, you take yeah, you yeah. get inspired for certain things, and then and sometimes
0: biased, by something that you exactly. don't know yeah. how to get out of it. Yeah,
1: exactly. And you don't have someone to question that. Like, and when you're in a group yeah. work, you have people countering that, which is of course sometimes we we and to, you know, be protective of our ideas. But I think that's still good if you are really passionate about it and you then convince your team uh, yeah. that that is a good idea and they continue with it. But like to turn to your uh, initial question, if uh, what is the back scene of it? I think that uh, in some parts, in some projects, you can really see. Like in one drawing, you can see the the, the, the backstory of it mm-hmm. like you can see it you can it, of course it depends who is looking at it if if it's a competition or or if it's a uh, teacher looking at it or if it's like a company or like a client, I think that uh, in a way that is uh, visible in terms of drawings in terms of how like uh, how much you put work to it and how yeah. emotion you put and how what what did you do with it while you were coming up with the main idea. However, I think it's also different for like students or like for uh, like studio projects because we tend to do the presentations in a coherent way, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, like explaining the story and the narrative how we came up with the design. So yeah. it's easier for teachers to understand our approach since we present it that way. Yeah, yeah. But when we present it to a client or like when we apply, like when we compete to a competition. That it's more hard for them to understand the background, because maybe someone worked like two years only to have a border like a page yeah. with three drawings, but yeah. the whole like yeah. I maybe exaggerated a bit that, yeah, but yeah, you got my point. Yeah, you got my point. I think yeah. Uh,
2: I once worked on a project where we we designed it uh, too much, uh, more than the client. But then and then when the client came in. We pretend we not not pretended but we kind of like pretending yeah. we were designing it with them at the same time yeah <laughs> and then we, yeah we, so then in that way they saw the design process because they thought that they were part of it
1: of course yeah and that's i think that's a technique that some firms use yeah. it like to make to like to kind of make the clients feel engaged yeah. with, the, with the design and everything but i mean why not yeah. well, of course it's always we need, we need these type of techniques or like that could be also helpful because mm. something you get from them and then yeah, you yeah, 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 didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. think of it initially and then you can change it.
0: Well, because you actually you're you're working for them, actually, you're yeah. designing for them yeah, and exactly. for their needs. So you have to consider them. But yeah, sometimes you have to just make some tricky things to yeah, of course. give them this feeling. It's a strong feeling that you are exactly a big part of it. Of course. But of course, they are a big part of it. But yeah. sometimes this is all about the vaccines yeah. that yeah. we experience and of no course. one said. it. Because sometimes you have to pretend something that you are of not. Course. But of course, the clients, they are the most important part. Yeah. But sometimes you have to do some tricky things.
2: Yeah. But if any future clients are listening, just trust us. So, <laughs> yeah. I promise I won't do that with you. No, no, no. But I mean but it's the
1: thing that you like if you if you design something and you go further to it, it doesn't mean that it is going to happen exactly that way. So yeah. even right now at our studios we have a certain presentation and sometimes people tend to design even more, like go yeah. further to that. Yeah, and we right. and we do that with the knowledge that, that can happen, that that can change. So we take that risk in a way. So I think that is a similar risk that some yeah, firms that, take with clients. It, and okay, we do more, but it's changeable. That, 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 that is something
0: it. happened with with uh, other people that they are not in the field of you know, architecture, engineering, or design yeah. at all. And uh, I think you had the same experience to I don't know when you hang out with some friends and they see some piece of architecture or a building and they say, "Wow, it is it is so bad. Why why did yeah. you do that?" I and mean, the yeah. architect do that, but they don't know that it might not be his fault.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course.
0: Sometimes you design everything, but when it goes to the construction part, it might change, you know. Or the client might just force you to change something which is not right. So when people see it and they will say, okay, that's the architect. That's the designer. That's that's his problem. And they don't know that this is something that might not be under your control.
2: Yeah, yeah yeah Yeah, but I think a bigger problem is the fact that you can't sometimes you can't just can't d- directly see the design because I mean t- I mean a lot of time in good architecture you just you just use it without thinking about it and it works well without anyone really thinking apart yeah. from architecture students without analysing it so actually it's very hard to show more how how a building works well yeah and if they go to it they just they just seem to if you get what I mean
1: yeah 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 uh, i i totally understand and i think that also we 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 need in a way to be more to to we need to learn how to work with clients or like how to work with an audience or like how because we do this now anyway we prepare for our presentations for our teachers for what they expect and uh, and of, also of course having our own expectations and our own ideas to that but that's that is more dramatic or it's more enhanced in the like real professional uh, world where you have to really think uh, like the clients and the possibility of them refusing your design and you have to be prepared to if you are really passionate about it to be prepared to like continue with it and uh work with them so i think rather than trying to convince them of your design is good to work with them uh, in any way because that is how architecture is practiced. Yeah. And of course,
0: and of course you need to have some, some sort of skill to uh, actually convince them in some kind of way that they think that they are doing that, you know, because sometimes they don't know the fact that if they do, I don't know, this part of design like this, that's going to make a problem. But sometimes you have to convince them in a way that they feel, yeah, that's right. You're right. You know what I mean? That's a collaboration.
2: It is. It is definitely. That doesn't happen in some other professions. You, in a doctor, you don't really. They don't need to convince you that. No, (laughs) uh, they don't. It's. I think it's. You have to do what they say. Yeah.
0: Yeah, You have to do what they say. That's essential.
1: Yeah, Yeah. but I mean, it's different when you when you like when you design or when you uh, provide people. Uh, a place where they're going to spend nah. their life in so that's like they of course they want to be engaged but there's different clients of course there's clients who totally let's say love your work or like yeah. they've heard about yeah. you and they say okay i trust you yeah. take this and do it
0: encourage you to do more yeah. and more yeah
1: and and of course that is also good at same that it is tricky because like you're designing then based on your knowledge and based on your intentions without getting a lot from the client so it should
2: be always balanced in a way Mm. i think especially with the amount of money they're paying a lot of the time sorry a lot of a lot of time the money that they're paying yeah so
0: So, you that that's the tricky part because Mm -hmm. you want to make money of course yeah there is no doubt on that that you want to make money but but Because you love your work, you don't want to just do something bad, you know? Of course. Do something bad and make money. So that's the very tricky part for us. Yeah, it is. It's very hard because when you are out there, you want to work, you want to live just like anyone else. But the hardship of this work is uh, because every project has a different story behind it, a different client, different situation, condition, and everything is different. And now you have to somehow start again with a new client and a new yeah. project. So that's yeah. the hard part. So it's not just about uh, making money. Yeah, because if you yeah. want to make money, there are many ways. Even this, in, in architecture, you yeah. can do many things just to make money. You don't care about what you're designing. So, yeah. So you guys had uh, experiences in outside, outside the university, yeah? Working some kind of projects or something.
1: I think I think uh, Jose is more experienced outside of university. You've been working yeah. and practicing architecture That's more than me, I think. Yes. I've had just two internships in Istanbul uh, and they Where were not been... that long. Uh-huh. Uh, of course. I mean, it was nice, but I think
2: you That's why uh, Ron is still so positive about architecture. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, yeah. So, so, so
0: do you do you really suggest I mean, architecture student to uh, work while they're studying? Gain some experiences, yeah, or no?
2: Yeah, definitely. Don't don't wait until afterwards. Take mm. some time off and do some internships. I think it, it's just completely different. And yeah, I mean, it's just a completely different.
0: It opens your eyes to the, to the world, reality world. of projects and architecture. Yeah. Because when you when you're here, we we feel really safe to do mm. everything without any fear, without any thought about how does it going to yeah. you know construct yeah, 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 that's true. how would it be in reality yeah. We're just fancy sometime here and just want to create things yes. and say yeah, that's mine and
2: stuff yeah. like that if I think that the biggest thing about it is uh, you can easily start learning what type of architecture or what type of office you want to be in because there's a big difference between you, know, you just working mm. one person or working in an office with 100 yeah. people or commercial architecture or residential architecture and it depends what your uh, objectives are in life has any uh it's uh, then, then that's i think that's the most important thing then you can uh, decide earlier on what type of architecture you want to go into because it's not all the same and the, the clients will be different there's a difference between yeah, a, develop, right. a developer client or, or client for a house, or you know there's it's more and just the general
0: it helps you to to decide after you yeah, graduate yeah. which path you want to take yeah i think in which yeah. field
2: I, I, yeah I think you're right
1: and I think we should really uh, as much as we tend to be creative and tend, tend to be uh, really expressive with our designs while we're students we should as you said uh, a bit walk on the ground and see the reality yeah of course and understand how things uh, work because that's what we're going to do we're doing this because we want to practice architecture Mm -hmm. or like possibly help people who are practicing with our knowledge. That was a very
0: good point, just walking on the ground. I mean, just be real, more realistic, not really fancy. You can be fancy to learn things, but consider this, that you're going to go out of the university and you're going to work in in an office or something or or grow your own business as an architect. You have to know.
2: I mean, I've, I've I know people that after they graduate their bachelor's or whatever, and then they went to work, and then they realized it's not for them. So yeah. I mean, they they saved two years of their lives, um, not yeah. doing their master's because oh. they knew okay. uh, because it's a different it's a different
1: experience. Yeah, I mean, it yeah, as, uh, it it could really be it could influence a lot. I mean, yeah. <laughs> changing your profession. So yeah, but I think that in uh, we should definitely. Uh, understand that we're going to practice it and like as I said try to uh, but that shouldn't mean that we we should limit our creativity while we have the chance yeah. so while we have the chance to develop ourselves as much as possible then we might as well do it because that's then that reason, that's the reason what why you're going to end up at a certain like company or like at a certain place of working or you're going to do something and with your life is because you opened your limits while you were a student. So it's good to have to know how the reality is and not to be shocked and Mm. then to just leave the profession. So it's good to know, okay, I'm going crazy or I'm going super creative right now, but I know that when I'm going to work I know what yeah. is expecting me, so that's very good. And so, of course, not everyone has a chance to do that, but mm. it's good that people know that, and it's good that students know that. And you have people like yeah. Jose Jose right. uh, t- telling that that it is actually like that. It's, I mean, yeah. I,
2: but the thing they have to remember is that this is the uh, might be the only time of your life to be able to go a bit crazy. Yeah, so I say yeah. go crazy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, it's a very yeah. good time. Th- yeah. That's the place to get I crazy. I don't,
2: I don't worry too much about too much the quality of the architecture you mm. produce, or I think a lot of time... I off. think you're
0: a kind of more realistic guy, yeah. You just want to do, I don't know, what you want to do, I don't know. Yeah, I
2: mean, while you can, while it's not... Why it's not other people telling you? What to do you mean that? Or you have no limitations here? Don't worry too much about. Oh, I'm going to design this type of architecture because this is going to give me a certain type of job opportunity. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. And uh, it's because I think at the end of the day, offices are looking actually maybe for someone who's maybe pushing boundaries a bit more. Or that actually a lot of time they're looking for your presentation skills. No, of they're course. looking for things like that because the architecture they can teach you. Yeah. But your of design or presentation abilities it's not something they will teach you Mm. they'll just they'll teach you how to design and how to build yeah but it's more important for you to concentrate on presentation you know the way yeah you show architecture and
1: yeah
0: so if you want to see i mean the life of an architect uh, closer from a closer angle you can see that there's a part that is the educational part in the university when you can just fantasize about everything, create different things, do crazy stuff but there is another part uh, that it is just like another university but outside the university. That you have to start learning the reality of constructing and doing design and stuff like that, working with clients. So so I think when you are done with university you're just at the beginning of another course which is the practical course for your architecture life yeah. and that is something that uh, the mm-hmm. student of architecture should know and of course everyone who is listening to this podcast and listening to us should know that because uh, i had the experience that when people face me that so you're you're studying architecture oh yeah so what was the architect role in a building what was that exactly that you, you were doing because they mostly know buildings uh... In, in a very close relationship to engineers yeah. okay. and yeah. less with architect, yeah. architects. Mm-hmm. So that's the problem. That's yeah. the problem that I have, that the people don't know the back scene because we are sitting at the back scene and the engineers sometimes are on, on the front line, which is the last line, which is the, when people see the final project. Yeah. Okay. They are yeah. constructing, yeah. so they see that. But when you see somewhere and putting a lot of time on designing and thinking about a lot of stuff and considering a lot of different features, they don't see you.
2: But but does that matter?
0: Um, To me, yes. You know why? Because they don't know who they should go for when they want to uh, make a project sometimes. Not all of them. But most of them, they don't, uh, uh, you know have a good measurement of uh, architects Mm -hmm. and their role and their important role in designing and constructing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. uh, Yeah. I I, I understand your point. And I think nowadays uh, people have started, people have started appreciating architecture and architects a bit more. And now uh, especially taking examples from our students, from our courses, we had works with like students from Engineering courses and mm-hmm. engineering schools, which oh they yeah, team. you have you have a
0: course together, I think. We you, had a yeah, you course had together, and
1: yeah. uh, it, it was kind of uh, trying to work together and trying to understand how this possibly might be translated into practice. So or into there is
0: a problem which the university decided to make this course. I think I with think a combination of architecture, student, and engineering? I
1: think, I think it wasn't because there is an um, existing problem of that people don't appreciate architects or architecture, but it, it was a course initiated that uh, architects and engineers should understand and be able to work together. So architects mm-hmm. should have knowledge how engineering works and engineers have to have knowledge how architect works. So I think that was the goal to kind of understand how this profession works and what are their points of view and how our profession wo- works yeah. and what is our point of view but in terms of how that people uh, when you see a building and when you look at it and you when you think if you think of that building is made by an engineer or like it's made structurally is developed by different types of engineers and different types of calculations i think that it is more personal how someone feels like it, it, it should be done I think that and, uh, different people might feel differently so yeah. it's the matter of uh, individual way of looking at it or maybe I'm thinking like that because I look at them in a particular way of course we don't know how mm-hmm. like people who don't engage with architecture view them but as you said currently they do like that that's, that's a bit uh I think it's a bit individual, but uh, I I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't really care if I say a lot if if uh, for example it's a it's a, it's a building there and it is made or is it designed by let's say me and some different architects and is like an engineering which and a structural engineer who did a lot of work and if someone says that okay uh, this structural engineer did a good work here but I wouldn't be I don't know offended I would no, be like okay no. uh, there is nice because I guess we all done a good job
2: yeah.
1: I don't know as, do long as, people, as
2: long as people like the building uh, I'm not too concerned of whether they think who did who who did what and what did who because then you I mean, you it's like group work yeah I mean you don't really pick out I did that little thing over there, and I don't mean Of course. Mean, uh, you need a team. Yeah, of course, you need to be humble. Yeah. Uh, as, as um, I don't know. Yeah. Any role that you yeah. have, yeah. I, mean, I think most people in general, if they need something, a building design, they'll go and they want it to be designed well, they usually go for an architect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So an architect yeah. or a developer, and, you know. Yeah
1: it could be i mean it could be also a bit c- cultural re- related yeah. how how people view architecture and how people yeah. view uh, right. engineering and the tectonics of a building uh, and uh, that that could be a bit different also uh, but i think that uh, also i mean if you have if you have a company of course uh, when let's say if a building is done uh, the company's name is visible there but under that Within that team is a lot of architects, a lot of landscape architects, interior designers, structural engineers, yeah. and like everyone working together and everyone having a share or like a piece of uh, creative work done by that. Yeah. So I think, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It,
0: uh, what we we're talking about is not about just uh, making the, our architects famous or yeah. are just saying that, yeah, that is my project. I'm not talking about that actually because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm truly. Uh, um, you know, I accept this opinion that we need to be humble. So, But the fact is that I'm trying to bring up this uh, subject is because I want to show more of a backstage of architecture to to other people. Of course. To the people that they don't know what is happening. So when they are looking at a building, so they know that there's always a reason for every kind of design that yeah, the yeah. architect or the designer have done mm-hmm. so that's what i'm exactly looking yeah, yeah. for it doesn't matter who yeah. have done that yeah, yeah. it it should be a good piece of art or engineering or design or whatever it is but the ma- the, the big matter is that they find out that yeah there, there has to be some sort of reason for mm-hmm. that kind of design yeah
1: yeah i think i, I totally agree uh and i think that it, it's very nice uh to start thinking about the background of uh design project and uh architecture in general and like different pro- professions related to architecture combining and uh producing and practicing something good there's definitely a lot of background yeah. and uh it's it's stru- it's i would assume it's really hard because a project goes to through different hands goes to through different uh, processes, and uh, through those hands and processes, it it changes. It, it becomes something else, or like it doesn't. It so I think it's nice to have this a bit back view of architecture and what we go through as architects to yeah, right. make something possible. Because of course we are always we we know when we design something that. Maybe it is going to be built, or maybe it's not going to be built. Yeah, so, right. we lower our expectations in a way, I think, or now I think. I lower my expectations of if I design something. And that's why you become yeah.
0: more humble. Not to expect everything you do, everyone say, yes, we will do that. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, uh, it's different for big firms or like people who are at a certain point and created a, their surroundings where which they can freely design and appreciate it yeah. and get something built. That's where you where you come at that point after really hard, hard work and different stages of your life. But in general st- while while you're starting your career, you're only only you're only conceptual, you're only thinking about how to how to you know, use your creativity and to do to be different rather than Initially practicing practicing it.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think I think it's quite hard to explain to people what we do because every single situation is completely different. It every is completely thing. Maybe different. maybe
0: they listen to this podcast. Yeah. and they step by step find out more about us and yeah. what we're doing. I mean,
1: I hope it wasn't confusing. <laughs> well, uh, it might be confusing yeah. <laughs> for for, uh,
0: for a person who is not. Uh, An architect or an architecture student or any relationship with it with this field but it can be better if Mm -hmm. uh, they're listening to this podcast they can know more and more about different people's ideology about the architecture and I hope that really works thank you Ron and Joseph it was a very very good talk I hope thank you you uh, for having us us. Uh, it was it was a pleasure to meet you guys and I think uh, that was the end of the uh, this episode, the episode two of architectural back scene. Thank you everyone for listening. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>